kind of shooting the shit today. I think so. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> I can do that. <laughs> Getting back into a semi-regular routine. Mm-hmm. Um, Are we on? Is it happening? We can we can warm <laughs> ourselves like, up. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's happening. <laughs> it's happening. Um, as it usually does. Just mm-hmm. kind of like it happens. A drop into it. Um, I like it. Is your brother here? He is. He's next door at Physio right now. Oh, is he? Yeah. <laughs> but that was that was something else. Anyway. Um, yeah. So it's been a while. Yeah. I was trying to think this morning when the last time I was here. For on podcast. On podcast. And I was... think it was Pulse with Connor. Pulse. Or was there one after? Oh yeah. That? You're probably. Um... It might have been one after, but I think that might have been my last one for a while. It might have been. Yeah. Yeah, because. I think I think you're right. That Which was, was what March still right? It was either the end of March Maybe or the April. beginning of April. Because things were still shut down. Yep. Like it was in yeah. They had just started their, uh, like telephysio that's right. stuff. That's right. Wow, that seems like and, yeah. a lifetime ago. It does. <laughs> it was. It was a while ago. I mean, like five months at least. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Five or six. Yeah. We're in month 10, so yeah. Well, Are we really? Uh-huh. Oh. Almost towards the end. Halfway through, I guess. What a weird life this is. Yeah. <laughs> it's so bizarre. And we all sort of lost... Just like sense of time. Four months. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Crazy. It's weird because I feel like during... Like we hustled hard at the start. Mm-hmm. and then I, like, also in my own business, hustled hard to, like, get an online following. Mm-hmm. So to me, it's not that I lost four months, but that I, like, had a very different business plan <laughs> for four months, and then yeah, all of a sudden sure. I'm like, right, I was doing that thing. Yeah. Maybe not forever, but I was doing the thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, everything was was very different for a while, and, like, podcast has still been <laughs> going sorry. on. It's okay. <laughs> I'm choking on liquid. That's good. <coughs> it's not a COVID cough, my friends. I'm sorry. <laughs> no problem. Um, yeah, things were were different, and you know, we like the in person podcasts a lot more. Because I think that's why I kind of bowed for a bit because I. It's really hard because we thrive off of like the flow of the conversation. Yeah. You know? And just like connection. And I yeah, I don't get that as much. And I think everybody doesn't get that as much over a computer. There's, between, there's like the know. latency. Yeah. There's way less yeah. um, nonverbal feedback. Yeah. Especially when there's a latency. It's like you're trying to read the person, but you yeah. can't necessarily it really... get it on the right timing. Yeah. yeah. It, it, it's a challenge. And um, sometimes you can like really like pull yourself into the flow of it if you're kind of like lucky or yeah or things work yeah um but kudos yeah and i think that's why like a lot of the best podcasts are done in person totally like that's i've joe rogan that's why he flies people out he's Mm -hmm. like i would way rather you know spend whatever money to get you out here than have you over a phone or over a computer and I totally get that. Joe Rogan, like most of Tim Ferriss is yeah. is uh, in person. How's the impact theory doing these days? I haven't 
Um, I haven't been listening. I haven't been listening either. <laughs> it's funny. I yeah. know that during, towards the, like, or the last couple months, Tom launched Impact Theory University, like an online oh, yeah. course thing. Okay. Um, were we talking about the free mindset course yeah. you had during COVID? That was pretty cool. I think we were personally. I don't know if we talked about it on the podcast. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, you did that, right? Yeah, it's like a it was like a ninety minute thing on yeah. on like growth mindset and stuff. It was right. good. That's right. It was a good little overview of it. I still think that reading mindset by Carol Dweck's kind of the the way to go That's to learn about that because he just basically rehashed it into mm. what he's applied for himself or whatever. Right. And it's great. Like lots of people like Tom because he's kind of like a little bit goofy, but he's mm-hmm. also really driven to improve upon the things that. Oh my gosh, he's not so, so much good at or whatever. <laughs> um, he's really fueled by that. Um, so yeah, no, that was fun. I did a lot of, I guess this the theme or whatever we want to talk <laughs> about today is kind of like what happened during what those last months. Yeah, uh, a little bit. And so I mean, I did a lot of online courses just you because did. I was like, <laughs> um, I, I realized I think I, it was this morning that, I mean, I think about it a lot, but. Um, I really don't do well with not making progress. I feel that. <laughs> and uh, with with COVID being like this thing that halts a lot of a lot of things in its track, you know, business yeah. and fitness for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a huge struggle for a lot of people. It's a lot of free time. Yeah. And I think in a world that's so busy hustling and moving and grooving all the time that I mean, one, when you come to a dead stop, you still, you're still spinning, right? You still have that like momentum in your body and you're like, ah, I don't know what to do with it. (laughs) But, uh, but at the same time too, I mean, it's like you, you hear the thoughts you push away, right? Mm -hmm. Like you really, you really have to meet yourself in that time. And I think that caused a lot of, at least for me personally, it was like, wow, there's a lot going on that I should probably talk to myself about. And so it, it, yeah, it makes it kind of weird. For sure. Makes you want to dive into stuff and distract yourself, but... Yeah. I And honestly, like, the courses in a lot of ways probably were a distraction. Like, I, I even recognize that, but it's not, like... You're not going to not use it, for no. sure, right? Like, still worth something, but, uh, yeah. Yeah, but... Um, Absolutely. There was still a lot of time for reflection and contemplation there, oh, yeah. too. Oh, yeah. Like, a, a lot more than usually I give myself. Yeah. And uh, and so it was productive in that way, too, of being, like, a pause for me. Yes. Um, I, I think so. But the other thing with that is, um, like, I don't know where I was going with that train of thought. Um, we were just on... t- hashing what's going on. <laughs> yeah, I know. But... <laughs> we're rusty. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not that. I don't know what... Um, what exactly point I had to make with that, but distractions, yeah, courses, yeah, who knows? <laughs> um, no, it was, it was still like a challenge for everybody during that time, and it still is, it like, still is, especially well, because yeah. in Canada we're kind of seeing like a going back another. I don't know. I Hopefully don't... things stay. Kind of where they're at right now. Yeah. For like at least for us I in smaller like towns. Well, you know what I heard though is that, uh, which is quite frustrating. So, <laughs> the the fitness scene in in bigger cities have pretty much at least in gyms have. 
closed down. And so people from, you know, nearby larger cities are now coming here, mm. like Oshawa, to come to Peterborough uh, to use The Good Life because yeah. their membership works at different gyms. So now we have this influx of people coming in from bigger cities or different cities, which is not good because that's a different pool of people yeah. coming into our gyms because they're open still. So I can see if that trend continues, if they don't start policing that, mm-hmm. we're going to have the same, you know, kind of quasi shutdown that everybody else is going for. As far as I know, because Alex was telling me this, they are some like so far some of the good lives have started are they good? If, if you aren't from the the area, they aren't letting you in. Good. When you scan in, it'll say, oh, this isn't like, your address is from a different city or whatever. Right. She was in Burlington on the weekend. Yeah. And trying to get into the good life there. And they didn't let her. Well, she got in because it wasn't, uh, she got in basically. <laughs> but if you're from like Toronto or... I Peel see. or whatever, they were flat out like okay. refusing those people. So, um, and maybe rest assured that like at least Good Life's kind of on top of that. That's good to hear, yeah. Because that's, yeah, I imagine the Good Life's gonna be the, the um, the most challenging one. Like people that's, may yeah. try to join like House or something, yeah. You know, because they do month to month memberships or whatever. Yeah, people, so you've got your security there. You might might get like. Some new members from different towns coming in. Yeah, maybe. Eh? But which hopefully doesn't affect them as much. But yeah, I can see people are trying to sneak into yeah. the bigger big box gyms. Yeah, is going to be a challenge. Interesting. But then, like the other thing is, it's usually the healthiest people that are in the gyms. Oh, um, I this blows. It drives me nuts. Yeah, this and, whole and conversation fact, of gyms you know, closing first. I'm like, yeah. What about bars? Yeah. Where people have like questionable judgment and probably aren't distancing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why are we closing those? Yeah. Uh, and apparently they're just limited hours. I haven't really looked into it because it doesn't affect me. I don't go to bars. What, the bars? But, yeah. Yeah, I think it's like they have to be closed at midnight or something. Which really. 11 p.m. or midnight. That's like an hour before they normally close. Like it's yeah. really, it's not, I don't know. I it's don't not see even it that as, big, do- big no, of a difference. No, and like people, people can get drunk before that, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like people, people can really do the damage before midnight if they really want to. Yeah. Um, no, that really frustrates me and I don't, it's like almost a conversation where it, it has no, like it's, it's a waste of my energy to spend because it's already closed, but I just don't understand the logic behind, you know, let's close gyms completely instead of making it like a appointment only or whatever that it was before. Yeah. Um, and then all these other places where, you know, people aren't maybe so healthy mm-hmm. are allowed to roam free. What? Yeah. Is it like a government thing? This is where I get frustrated with the system because I'm like, well, maybe the gyms just aren't making the government that much money, whereas bars are. I don't know. Like, alcohol will always be something the government fights for. <laughs> True. <laughs> so it's a. Uh, but yeah. I mean, they also in Toronto they closed indoor dining in restaurants. Did they? Okay. Yeah. So like. Okay. That's a whole other story too yeah. because that's a massive industry. That's true. Um. Uh, yeah and like a big a way way bigger sort of uh like task to yeah try to overcome because how many restaurants are there and 
already like some of the they're dwindling now yeah like a lot of the ones you know 30 plus years in business have in in toronto have had to close their doors for good which is sad to see it sucks this is it's like a really strange like unnatural selection i'll use Mm -hmm. Because it's not nature's, well, I guess it is because it's a a virus, but like, this is just to me, it's like evolution and like the stuff Darwin talks about, but like just happening straight up to humans now and not just animals in the wild. Like the weak ones are unfortunately leaving and it's really hard to see because it's like, we like the little guys, (laughs) but it's, yeah, it's an interesting, like with a psychology mindset, it's interesting to kind of watch from a bird's eye view. Mm. Being in it is really sad though. Yeah. Like it really sucks to see. I'm I'm really impressed actually with Peterborough, like the the little businesses that have been able to stay. Mm-hmm. Like the coffee shops downtown are unaffected. The I don't know of many restaurants actually that have closed here. I haven't uh, heard so not many. Not downtown. Like all the news I've seen about restaurants closing has mostly been in Toronto. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean there's been some like fitness studios that have had to shut down and mm-hmm. and that kind of thing around here and kind of in the surrounding region, but not like I don't not as many as I would have thought, which is amazing. Like yeah. it's, it was really cool to see here that there's been so much local support that people are like, no, we want you to stick around. Yeah. And some restaurants even here, like I've heard them say it's been their best year yet because they've had such support. That's that's good to hear. It's lovely, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's nice to feel like I uh, if I'm eating out, I'm doing it like for justice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's um, you know. Since it's relevant, I had uh, Miriam Monsef here yesterday. Yeah, I saw that whole paparazzi gang. <laughs> <laughs> um, she was doing a tour of some of the the different businesses that have been supported through Sweet. you know Community Futures Peterborough during right. the the like closures and everything with like the recovery and like the relief and recovery funds and. Um, we we made the pick here at Flow Spa to be one of the, yeah. the places they came and visited, and it was very heartwarming to to get that su- support and mm-hmm. vote of confidence that you That's know awesome. there's there's people that have our back. So just yeah. like you said, it's uh, yeah, it caught me off guard a little bit on how nice of a little meet and greet it was. Yeah, um, That's great to to have them stop by and and see how things were going and, and learn a little bit more about the business as well as, um, yeah, like all the support that Community Futures has mm-hmm. has given us here to to keep things going when it was quiet and, and the transition, you know, something that um, make a, a double segue here because it's what we were working on at the start yeah. of COVID and uh, part of the resurgence now is like we've been working extra hard to like complete this wellness course that yeah. we, we've been putting together for a while and trying to make it as awesome as possible. And so, um, that was actually something that I got a lot of support through community futures, Peter bros well, because they gave me a grant to like take the business online. Yeah. That's you know, fantastic. so I made that like free course during the first wave mm-hmm. where it was like healthy at home. Um, just some of the stress relief and wellness things that you can do at home or in more solitude Mm -hmm. um, which is still free on the website if anybody does want to check Mm -hmm. it out Um, and that's kind of like a lead into the bigger wellness course that you and I can 
kind of join forces with and yeah. and use our, our joint expertise to make something that's really mm-hmm. impactful and and can get you, you know, talking about survival of the fittest or evolution. <laughs> like we want to be those um like evolutionarily fit people that yeah. <laughs> can can handle, you know, the stressors and and uh yeah. just kind of have wellness at that next level for whether it's COVID or whatever else comes next. Totally. Well, yeah, it, it's a, it's a hard world, like regardless of pandemic, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's always been that way, especially at least, I mean, in the world we live in, I can't speak for other communities and societies, but, um, it's, I think at the end of the day, like resiliency and growth mindset are the two things that really you need to keep going forward, especially like we're both entrepreneurs and, and in that world, it's like, there's so many moments of self-doubt and so many moments of like hurdles that you're like, I don't even know how to deal with that. <laughs> like I've never come across this before. Mm-hmm. And just being able to have like a back pocket of tools to support ourselves is so important. Yeah. Um, mostly just emotionally, like to be able to support ourselves emotionally and physically in terms of health, like it's to have a healthy vessel. Then it's like, okay, there's this hurdle that I'm, I've come across, but I feel strong enough to deal with it. And we'll figure totally. it out. I feel apt enough to deal with it. and Or at least I can figure out yeah. how to converse with someone who can. And I think that's, you know, your foundation. Wellness, I would say, is your foundation on totally. you know, and how to build your own life. <laughs> like, I mean, if this isn't like a, a case in point for this whole global situation, then I don't know what is. Oh, gosh, yeah. So, I and I, I still get the feeling like, you know, we're, we're still in that like fear-mongering news sort of time like I don't know when the last time I saw like a positive like post on Facebook or in the news I mean I'm kind of looking at I don't look at a lot of news that was something that I even um recognized for myself during the first wave Mm -hmm. was like that first week was like oh my my mind was a a spiral out of control because I was just constantly checking what was going on hoping that, like, so they weren't going to announce, like, Flow Spa had to close down, on and on, days. refresh, 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 yeah. and uh, and it, it's such a disaster for your, like, well-being, like, mentally, oh. um, but, and, and still, like, trying to get through with, like, the positive messages is, is what we've got to do and come together for, Absolutely. because... Um, when when like you know these waves of covid die down and all that like i think that wellness is going to be bigger than ever and i agree in all the different ways like once again if this isn't the the um like cry for for like wake up yeah you know the wake up call that we've all been looking for i don't know what is yeah and uh we were just filming like the the getting back in the the nature mm-hmm. part of the wellness course and um like i i've heard i think it was michael gervais was talking about it on his podcast finding mastery um the the idea that like part of this is because we've become so detached from nature you that's know? really interesting and i don't know what you think about that but like it resonates with me say more that, and then i'll tell you yeah so <laughs> what he's kind of saying um 
I might have to go back and find the the clip or whatever where he's it's kind of um you know like this viral virus has gotten out of controllers reached this level of of um infection rate partially because and i don't know like he's mike michael gervais is a sports psychologist so take this with a grain right. of salt that he's not he's not um an epidemiologist or, or yeah. he's not like a virus uh, specialist, a virologist, yeah. I guess. Virologist. Perfect. I think that's the real word. Um, go with it. Sounds yeah. good. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he's got like this, this perspective or this, just this idea that he's toying with that, um, because we become so detached from nature as, as part of the reason why it's just like nature is now attacking back. On a spiritual level, I 100% agree with that. Yeah. Do I have the science to back it up? No, but I absolutely stand by that. Yeah. I think um, even, I mean, a little teaser for that nature clip, like one of the things that I was talking about was just how from the book Braiding Sweetgrass, which I highly recommend everybody read, um, talking about how, you know, the earth is our caretaker. Like we are not to take care of the earth. The earth is to take care of us and we live amongst it. Mm -hmm. Um, and there's that element of connection and we've, I get infuriated. Like the more that I reconnect back to nature, especially through all of this. And then I see all this development happening and like, they're chopping down all these, like, it makes me emotional Mm. chopping down all these, like, beautiful pollinator flowers and like all these wild grasses that need to grow together in order to thrive and this kind of thing or seeing like fields of just corn where the corn can't grow super well on its own without beans and like it's just one of these like we're really ruining it we're Mm. really messing it up and like I mean (laughs) at the end of the day like mama nature is a woman and the power of a woman is very terrifying when (laughs) when you mess with her so I, yeah, I mean, she's showing her wrath for sure. And, and why would she care for us if we haven't cared for her, Yeah, you know, for so long? Like why, what's it to her? Like there, that, um, need for reciprocity is so strong in any relationship, be it us with the earth or us like with humans, right? It's like, I can't just keep asking you for stuff and not also give to you. Like that needs to happen. And so we're doing a lot of take, 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 and Mm. we've done a lot of take, take, take for many of years. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I would say she's fighting back for sure. Is it through COVID? I don't know. Hmm. But, uh, you know, I think she's hiding her secrets from us a lot more, which is really sad. Yeah. Like I, I, I ha- always like, what is it? Peter Pan quote or something like those who don't believe in magic won't find it. Hmm. Um, and I think that's really true with nature too. It's like, if you don't actually go out and connect and seek and, and look, you're going to miss so much. The, like the little details and then you don't feel that connection and then you you know feel sad and lonely yeah <laughs> so I don't know the connection with COVID with that but I do agree that like as a society as a whole we absolutely have some realignment to do <laughs> with this kind of stuff because it is it's going the wrong way mm-hmm. Jeff is just at physio next door hello Jeff he's interrupting your your uh that's okay you got anything to say on the podcast Good morning. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I, I have a rant and I still remember it. Good. You were mentioning... Well, I'll let you just pop back just into it. Just pop back into it. So it, it's probably going to be less congruent now. That, <laughs> but um, yeah, just talking about my, my frustrations with... I mean, everything. But like 
mass development. So right now where I live in town, um, mm. I'm about to pull every hair in my head out. Like yeah. I am so frustrated because, and it's nothing I can do, but there is construction to the left, dusty, loud, like bulldozing 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. every day. GD day. Um, <laughs> and then there's construction to, you know, the right over here. And so it's where I park my car. So my car is just dusty. Looks like I live on like, I don't even know, like the fucking, sorry, <laughs> desert. <laughs> Getting casual now because I'm talking about personal stuff. Um, and then, so it's no secret that I love going to Harold Town. Hmm? Every single road. Oh my goodness. Every single road yep. towards there, yep. doesn't matter, is closed for construction because they're fixing a swing bridge so that boats can pollute the gross canal even more and drive through and live their pleasurable rich person life with no regard for nature. So I'm getting very frustrated with this because like, all the beauty <clears throat> that I personally immerse myself in is now being put into development. And it's brown and it's dusty and it's loud and it's artificial and it's like it's making me upset because I'm like all the things like for example one of the construction plots I knew it was going to happen but I wasn't ready for it um it became very overgrown because it was not a maintained plot of land and everything that grew was so beautiful there was like catnip and nettle and like all this goldenrod and asters and like all these things that like the bees love and the birds love and it was so good and then all just in a day, this big giant machine just came on in and took it all down. <laughs> and yeah. I'm like, oh, I should have at least forged some of that to say thank you to it. Like it's, it just sat there wasted and it was such beautiful stuff. Mm -hmm. um, so it's, yeah, it's been frustrating me just all of this development. I'm like, why do we have to do this? Like, one, one, they're building a school, and I'm here to say that school is not going to be the same anymore, and they probably shouldn't do that. <laughs> but, uh, it's just crazy to me. On yeah. a side note, I got a ticket going to Harold Town because I was like, you know what? I'm going to go down Old Norwood Road and I'm going to just try. And uh, it said local traffic only on the sign. Uh -huh. But it was like, it was put up an hour ago. So in my mind, I'm like, okay, hey, there's no construction happening yet. They're probably going to do it yeah. in the next couple of weeks. And uh, yeah, I got ticketed for disobeying a sign. 110 oh. bucks for that short 500 meter drive. We've we've been so down. That's cool. That's good to know because yeah. <laughs> that was the route I was thinking to take. Mm -hmm. That's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. We, we've been down it. Um, Jeff and I actually <laughs> cut through there on the weekend. I, I'm sure on the weekend it's less uh, like monitored yeah. or whatever. I, I mean, I'm. It's a gamble every time, but huh? Yeah, brutal. So, so which. You got to go like all the way down to Lansdowne. Lansdowne. That is insane. And Lansdowne's under construction too at Ashburnham. So it took me, RJ, it took me 30 minutes to get to Haroldtown the other day. Yeah. It takes me five. Yeah. On no, a regular like, day. I'm there. Yeah. You're like I almost right live there. there. <laughs> yeah. That's... It was absolutely insane. Yeah. So just That's... all of this, like, I mean, this is such a personal battle for me, but, but all of this to say, like, it's so much harder to access nature. Like it's, it's getting hard. Yeah. And you know. Like, we live in such a green space. That's what I was gonna say. Is like a lot of, a lot of our listeners are local and everything, mm -hmm. friends and whatnot. But for people tuning in elsewhere, or you know, even with like the wellness course being something that we can offer to people that aren't just in our local spheres of the Pilates and animal mm -hmm. flow and and floating and all that, um, and and 
people aren't as lucky with the green space that we've got in this like town. It's but it's funny I complain, really, yeah. because it is, we live in a, such a beautiful area. It, yeah. it really is, like, nature is accessible. Yeah. It's inconvenient, though, at the well, moment. Like, it's scary to think of, like, how much more inconvenient is it going to become. Well, you're seeing all these subdivisions even go out. Like, I'm, I no longer live on the edge of town. Yeah. You know, there's so much more beyond it now to the east, and it's, like, I just, I had this, like, nightmarish... What do you call it? Like a day daymare, because I had a daydream, but it was a nightmare. Yeah. Of um, <laughs> just like, like one day Harold Town's gonna be surrounded by houses mm. and subdivisions, and there's no longer gonna be like green as far as the eye can see. Yeah. Like really soon, because it's not far from that, and I'm just I'm wondering when. Even Jackson Park. Totally. You oh know, gosh, it's already the, there. The yeah. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It encroaches right upon that bridge. Yep. Yeah, it's brutal, and I just don't. I mean. I say this from a point of privilege, but and a point of probably ignorance. But like, I don't understand why we mm. have to do all this stuff. Yeah, like all of it is for the gain of like industry, and I live in such a like <laughs> beautiful bubble of my friend group that I'm just like, but we don't need that. <laughs> <laughs> we just need land. We yeah. just need the land and a couple of tents, and we're good to go. I don't understand why we need yeah, you know, a sewer system when the earth does that naturally, but. Not for me to say, I guess, yeah. but uh, yeah, it's getting tricky. It's getting tricky to really find that, and I do feel bad for people out of town. Like yeah. that's why I left Toronto when I was living there. Like I, I loved the city and I loved the convenience of everything and like riding my bike around everywhere. But the air is just like I get headaches when I go there now. It's not clean. Yeah, and like, and you just can't get away from it. Yeah. So it's unfortunate. No, no, no. I feel like. <laughs> At some point in time, we've talked about this on the podcast, but, you know, I spent eight years in Toronto mm. and uh, it, it was hard to get used to it. It was not hard to leave it That's because even going back, you mm -hmm. know, that like you come off the subway or whatever, you're on the corner with hundreds of people. It just feels and it depends on my day and my mood. Like sometimes yeah. I don't want to be around that many people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's hard in Toronto. You can't get away from it. So That's what made me leave because I was hungry for nature. And even when you go to nature, quote unquote, yeah. everybody's there. Yeah. Taking pictures under trees. Doing like, yeah. oh my gosh, High Park and Cherry Blossom season. Yeah. Uh, stand clear. Yeah. <laughs> it's brutal. Yeah. Like I feel bad for those trees. They just want to be trees and they're being like, yeah, all this technology pointed at it. They don't need those EMFs. They don't want it. Um, but but the other thing is like that that constant buzz in the air at night. Mm -hmm. I had to sleep with earplugs mm -hmm. the entire time I spent in Toronto because I couldn't. Did you find stay. the transition? Like, could you not sleep when you came to quieter spaces? Um, in some ways, you know, because during that time was when I developed sleep apnea and so mm. the CPAP like I don't like the sound of like my like sort of Darth Vader sounding breathing <laughs> so enough. I use some sort of white noise that mm -hmm. blocks that sound of me breathing in and out right because it distracts me right so I usually yeah actually, like since then it's always I've always had white noise of it's some sort a buzz, yeah um Unless I'm trying to sleep without the mask, which I've been working on, which Sweet. maybe is like a conversation for another day because it's kind of like a long winding thing, like James Nestor's book, Breath. Okay. And uh, and like the idea of 
um, like, you know, that whole, like, trendy nasal breathing thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a long Mouth conversation. Teething? Is that part of that one? It is part of that yeah. one, too. Something that I've been experimenting Have with. Have you? To, to no, try to, I'll like, to um, fix my sleep apnea to some extent. It seems to be working. Cool. To some extent. All right. Like, I don't think I'm fully there. Yeah. But, uh... You know what I heard helps? This is touch, such a side note, but the uh, woman who uh, certified me in Pilates has sleep apnea. Okay. And so she's been using, like, she's been doing, like, neck Pilates. <laughs> oh. Just to strengthen the muscles in her neck. Yeah. <clears throat> and she said it's been helping so much, but the one thing that's really been helping her is singing. Mm-hmm. Like, regular practice of vocal cords and, like, like just, she'll just... Formally or informally, she has to like sing every day and then it, it actually helps her sleep. Interesting. I've yeah. heard something similar, which um, I think it's something that Andrew Huberman's been talking about a lot. Do you follow him much? No. I think you'd really like his stuff too. He's a neuroscientist. Cool. That, oh, fun. Um, he talks about all kinds of things at like a really, you know, tight level. I'll send you some of the podcasts Sweet. to check out that I think you'd like with him. But um, I think it was him mentioning that humming or i guess singing yeah. would be the same actually like increases the nitric oxide production mm, um okay. i guess you know through like nasal passages tenfold or something interesting and so because you're doing it with your mouth closed maybe so your nose has to turn on yeah but cool. that nitric nitric oxide you know improves you know like airflow like opens things up mm-hmm. um, um cool. blood vessel dilation right so it's kind of neat like the humming and singing um that's cool to cool to know though because yeah, yeah it's something that we can we'll probably touch on like we'll have like our running conversation too because we've right. both been yeah into we're runners that. now everybody um, i don't know how much time you have because like that's a long conversation <laughs> I was too gonna say, i mean i'm easy but but that's something like with with not having strongman competitions this year um and the training being off too, like, you know, the gym's closed. Mm-hmm. I've got a lot of equipment in my backyard, but the setup's not always ideal, especially weather constraints. Like I can't totally. train crazy. You shouldn't be throwing heavy weight when it's wet. When it's wet <laughs> or cold. Um, yeah. It's different. Like it got to be yeah. safer. And like that nagging back injury has gotten a lot better this year because I've been a little bit smarter mm-hmm. about like training sensibly. But, you know, it first started with like cycling throughout the summer with Tony and then, and then like taking up some running, like I've lost quite a bit of weight and that's also made a difference in my sleep. That's fair. Yeah. They do say that for like snoring and stuff, which is interesting. Yeah. And I've, I've heard other athletes say that too. Like, Mm -hmm. um, and I'm pretty sure that Josh and I were talking about this a month or so ago on the podcast, but cool. like um, Highland Games world champion Matt Vincent, he used to compete around like 300 pounds and, you know, in the off season or whatever, he would lose a bunch of weight because you don't need to like always carry that weight. Yeah. Um, like his optimal competing weight was around like what I normally compete at too. Yeah. And he would notice the difference. I don't think he ever had like full blown um, sleep apnea, but he'd still like the snoring and everything Even just, like quality of goes, sleep. Yeah. Quality yeah. of sleep goes way up when, when like weight comes down. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing cool. like I've noticed and the only thing I've changed with because sleep quality has been on and off, you know, with the spa opening back up, like things have been, there's been a lot more going on. Yeah. So like my sleep's like sometimes not as much as like is ideal. Um, my HRV has gone like through the roof 
since adding in like uh, this more like cardio based training too. It's HRV. Heart rate variability. Thank you. Like you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's um, good to have more HRV, right? That's higher I mean. HRV is like a score or is like an indicator of how ready you are to perform. That's right. Um, essentially, it means that like you can fluctuate between sympathetic and parasympathetic much right. better. That's a what's his face? Andrew Tax Division was talking about HRV on his story the other day. Okay, yeah. It's fresh in my mind. Yeah. So cool. it's been cool to see like the increase, the the spike up there. And I don't yeah. know I, I attribute it mostly to like the changes in training, but maybe some of the weight loss too would probably maybe. make a difference. I think too, just having a you know, changes in training, like the different stimuli yeah. all the time. Like your mm-hmm. nervous system's always like, Okay, we're here, we're here, we're here, we're here. So you do have to have that variability to yeah. make it work. Yeah. But and also like um in 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 addition to that, you know, it's um, it's a good sign that like doing all this stuff, which I've talked about it on a couple of, I think like the short podcasts as well as on my Instagram was the whole, like through COVID, I did over sixty days straight of exercise, you know, yeah. and <laughs> and um, like my HRV didn't like my recovery and everything did not plummet during that time because it's it's more about <coughs> it's okay. I'll keep going over top of your your choking <laughs> unless unless I need to like I'm like self-conscious about doing it so then I'm drinking weird <laughs> unless I need to um like intervene because uh, it's an emergency but so far so um, good like it's almost like the more that you exercise more consistently the better you get at like recognizing the days that you can push harder and mm-hmm. the days that you need to back off. Totally. Um, so that's something that I've kind of discovered too through COVID. Like one of the lessons I'd say mm. is because, uh, because I used to be in the same mindset as most like strongman or strength athletes, which is still true. You can't do max effort like every single day. Um, no. but that doesn't mean that those days off, you do nothing. Correct. Totally. That's, uh, something that I've been, Freya and I, my coach, I've been talking to her a lot about like this stuff. It's just, it's funny to kind of, not funny. It's lovely to have somebody kind of meet me where I've been, my wheels have been turning and stuff, but, uh, she's saying like, you know, a lot of us coaches or us, you know, more experienced in, in certain fitness modalities, like our whole job in fitness is just to counterbalance our life. Yeah. Like it's not always about going all hard. It's more about like, okay, so I did this yesterday and I, if I sit still, I'm going to like seize up because <laughs> body doesn't like, you know, motion is lotion as they say, <laughs> Body doesn't like uh, <laughs> stagnation. So what can I do today to support what I'm going to do tomorrow? Mm-hmm. And that's been the whole, like that's been my whole program is basically like, okay, this is a quote-unquote off day, which means, no, I'm not off, but it's, like, the whole day is, like, you know, joint function or mobility or, like, doing things that support the next thing. Yeah. And that, to me, has given me the most success in recovery. Like, it's allowing blood flow to move around my body more. One, just, like, that emotional satisfaction to say, check, I did something today, and it was productive towards Mm -hmm. my goals. Um, But it's not holding me back from... You know, I'm not gassing myself today so that I can't do something tomorrow. Yeah. 
which is great. Like I, <laughs> I took, there's a new Pilates teacher at Sweat Happy. So I took one of her classes on the weekend and she's just got like a different mindset. Mm. She's great. Yep. Um, we're different. Yeah. <laughs> I'll say that. And so she's, you know, in that mindset of like, let's go hard. Let's yeah. get her done. And I think part of that's just because, you know, Pilates is what she does. Whereas I'm like a hybrid athlete, they would call me, yeah. uh, which <laughs> I'm like, sure. <laughs> I do a lot of different things and so yeah. I have a lot of different goals. And so I never want to, um, totally gas myself just on one modality because I don't have that energy to spare necessarily. Cause I've got Hill sprints tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Today, actually. That's great. That's why I'm dressed in my... I'm ready to go for hill sprints after this. But uh, I was so sore after taking her class because she, like, she just wrecked me. <laughs> and it was one of those, like, I hate being sore. I haven't been sore in my muscles, like, to a point of not being able to function. Yeah. Probably for three years. Okay. Not true because yeah. I've worked out with Josh Chessman in that three-year period. <laughs> but, but it's been like I, I highly avoid it so that I can actually grow every single day instead mm-hmm. of being like, you know, one step forward, two steps back every single day. And that, if like if anyone is hearing anything from this conversation right now, it's like that's the key right mm-hmm. there. If you want to grow as an athlete, it's that 85% rule that you were talking about before too. It's you you have to scale back more than you think you should. Like it's, it's not game day every day. It's not race day every day. It's like, it's, it's, and it's interesting. My own programming, like I'm training long, long, long term for one day, an ultra marathon would love to run that. And, uh, never in my program has there been a steady state run Mm. ever. Like I'm not doing that, but that's what I'll be doing. Yeah. And it's interesting. Like that's kind of the mindset I had before I was doing all these steady state runs and funny enough got injured from that because I was, you know, it was race day every day and I'll just do 20 K every day, you know, (laughs) (laughs) just see how far I can go and how fast I can do it and blah, blah, blah. And now I'm actually doing all this like more calculated training because I pay for it and someone else is training me. And the way that it's been set up isn't like, it's, it's so not what I would have thought it is. Hmm. Like I'm, some of my runs are 15 minutes. Yeah. And I'm like, that's hard for me (laughs) because I'm like, is that any, like, why even bother? Sure. But it's like every day that I'm doing like these little runs that are essentially strength training for my musculoskeletal system. I have a hard time saying that word. Um, (laughs) So that one day when I do, you know, pound the dirt for five hours or 10 hours or 30 hours, depending on what distance I want to do, I'm going to be strong enough to do it Mm. and have the endurance. But if you don't know that, it's so hard to see. Yeah. how it builds and it makes you want to do that hard stuff every day it does but yeah and and you know another um it, it's it's a great point another thing that i want to chime in with as far as like you said you gotta do something mm-hmm. is um the modality that's like near and dear to your heart is actually such a great like off day one with animal flow isn't that awesome it's like it's and, and i mean it starts out being really hard because it is really hard it just is but yeah then it becomes something that's really great for once you know how to piece it together five yeah. minutes or oh, whatever yeah. i mean i still like start breathing hard and sweating with a five like three oh, to gosh, five yeah, minutes same. because it's really challenging but like you don't feel destroyed unlike your hour-long classes which you do feel <laughs> destroyed because that's, once again, that's like the hard training yeah. to make it easy exactly. in the long run. But um, 
that was another thing that was like a real treat to like throw into my mm-hmm. summer um with like the outdoor classes totally that was, was a really special summer for me that way yeah it was really fun yeah um and and yeah like even thinking about it you know the first the first few weeks of doing it um I know that I messed up the one day. I think I did heavy overhead press. You did. And I, I remember that day because your arms, I've never seen your arms shake so much. <laughs> like for the strongest man in half the half of Canada here, it's uh, <laughs> his body weight stuff's getting him pretty good. <laughs> so I learned my lesson, um, but once again adapted to the point where, actually I think I switched things up so that I was doing like deadlifts on Monday or something Perfect. so that it wasn't, um, as hard unless it was like high rep deadlifts and then you know with the glutes, oh, the glutes and hamstrings yeah. trying to like hold a scorpion pose oh, yeah. was like uh... yeah well and that's what I love about animal flow in general is that you can use it for whatever purpose you want you can use it for a strength training day if you want yeah. you can use it for endurance you can use it for coordination like mind brain training you can use it for mobility. Yep. Like it can be a really fluid, lovely, like let's open the joints and make you feel like, yep. you know, you're not a tin man anymore. Just <laughs> like, active recovery. Exactly. Yeah. Or you can go hard and yep. you can use it for like, like, you know, and sometimes animal flow workouts can feel like you did 300 burpees in a row <laughs> yeah. if you do it right. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, so it's, it's so versatile and it's also fun. And it that's is. what I love for like active recovery days is that it's just, you feel playful and you feel mm-hmm. curious and you feel a little bit wild and you feel a little like more connected to your body. Yeah. Um, so you can really feel into your joints and you're like, Oh, who knew left shoulders feeling a little wiggly today? That's interesting. Uh-huh. And then there's always a movement you can use to remedy that stuff, which is, yeah. it's such a cool inclusive system. Um, but yeah, I don't know where to go from there, but it's no, been really helpful. Yeah. It's, it's yeah, it's, yeah, it's great. Um, yeah, it's fun. They reposted my my uh, one of my posts the other day. Cool. Yeah, it's it's such an I'm still like so starstruck. They've done it <laughs> twice now, and I'm like, why do I matter that much? But <laughs> there's such an awesome community too. Like it's it's big, but it's small. Yeah. Like all the instructors know each other all around the world, and all the instructors like support each other all around the world, and it's so cool. Yeah. It's well, so cool I mean, like you've you've also really brought it to the forefront in our little town mm-hmm. so it's made a difference to our community it's that, been a lot of work but it's been good yeah it's been working which is really cool for sure yeah yeah it's been about probably a year and a half now something like that something like that and yeah uh, yeah it's getting known and it's really cool i had a studio reach out to me i guess over covid just saying like hey when we open back up again um we're losing some battery there. That's but okay. It's all we'll good. We'll just keep we going with audio at this point. Sounds good. But yeah, when they opened back up again, they wanted me to come right in and do animal flow. So I've been doing that twice a week there, which is mm. amazing to have like a proper floor to work on. It's oh, so yeah. good. <laughs> it's so good. Um, but yeah. yeah, animal flow's been good. I've been doing the online thing too, which is sweet. Like mm. I've still got my, my COVID buddies that uh, they were with me through and through on Good old Zoom and everyone's little square box. <laughs> <laughs> still, got, still going every Monday, which is cool. Yeah, no, that's great. Yeah. Like, once again, that's the like the innovation and and pivoting mm-hmm. online that we were talking about resilience and always moving forward. Totally. Is so. Um, yeah, it's the name of the game. It's always the name of the game, but even more so, yeah. it's like 
if you didn't have that mindset before, like, it's time to start learning it. It's time to start learning. And yeah. I guess that's where we can wrap back around to our wellness course is that, you know, it's it's not directly about that resiliency, but it is about, you know, tuning in with yourself and tuning in with your mental health and your physical health and those around you and that's which is around you. Yep. Um, and that, you know, you're building that healthy base. Like, I'm really excited about it because it's such, like, it's such good information and I think we've made it pretty clean cut and dry yeah in the way that we deliver it that it's just like hey here's the hard facts on these things and uh implement it and Mm -hmm. see how your life gets better like no it's not a business course but I bet you if you do this your business will thrive a little more for sure it's not a relationships course but I bet you if you take care of yourself your relationships will thrive a bit more like it's it's such a cool like I keep saying your base or your foundation that like it's really going to help people Mm Yeah, yeah, even, um, you know, it's, I'd say it's it's quite the gentle course, too. You know, we've yes. made it for being sensitive, you know, sensitive to the, the stress and anxiety in the time that we're living in. Mm-hmm. But, um, and, and a, sort of like a final mic drop that kind of relates to, well, it is related to the video that I've, um, that's going out on the YouTube channel for tomorrow. Um, but just another thought there, you know, even like you said, with, with, uh, something that I came across recently with like the concept of how it helps in relationships too, is, mm-hmm. is like, um, you know, it's like that empathy, it's developing that empathy and like ability to listen and all mm-hmm. of that is tied into wellness. Cause if you're unwell, like there's too much going on in exactly. your own mind to be you know, supportive or caring or yeah, all of that. Yeah, you don't have the space to be present, right? And, and like, so the final point um, before we wrap up for today, it's, like, something that we do um, and our, our our group kind of thrives in is discomfort. Yeah. This wellness course is not, in some ways, like, I think each week, you know, maybe not every single week because some of them will will be kind of more aligned with what you're currently doing or you're skilled at some are things you need to work on more and it's like mm-hmm. you know we've got the workbook material too mm-hmm. the things that are going to help you to you know implement it but um to become more well weller <laughs> i just wanted to say that you know for wellness <laughs> better get weller yeah i like it (laughs) (laughs) um you know for wellness and improving your wellness does require that you push Mm -hmm. above and beyond what you're currently doing Mm -hmm. so if you don't have you know a a regular exercise program that's going to be uncomfortable for a bit Mm -hmm. until you get better If, if you're not prioritizing your sleep enough you know those sleep mm-hmm. hygiene strategies we talk about. That's going to be tough. It's a challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, like to get outside of like the discomfort and then there's solitude. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Which we'll, we'll just leave at that for, uh, for and That's today. like the ultimate discomfort. Mm. But totally. You, you Growth hurts at the end of the day. Like you remember being what like 11, 12 or I don't know when you started growing but like it hurts your bones right like I remember being that age and just like crying in bed at night being like I'm in pain yeah but I don't not want it like it's not one of those things that like I wish this would stop because you see you know as that age for some reason 
I don't know, when I was that age, I just wanted to grow up. I wanted to be big. I wanted to be... <laughs> so I didn't see it as a bad thing. It just was an uncomfortable thing. And same with, you know, you watch like a plant push through the surface of the dirt. Like it's dark under there and it's, you know, there's a crust you have to peek through and, but it's, it's such a delicate little thing underneath, you know, it's that newness, it's that freshness. And that first peek through is hard. Or even if you like want to go so far and talk about like birth, like yeah, it's, <laughs> I've never done it, but I bet you it hurts, <laughs> you know? <laughs> I mean, it seems like it. The media sure portrays it that way, and so do people who have done it. But uh, it's not easy, but it's worth it, yeah. you know? And it's something you do. And, and that's the same thing with growth in any aspect, even if it's small. And not to scare anyone on this course, because it's not to be that. It's not like it's going to be this crazy, uncomfortable thing. I think everything we've talked about is very digestible, Yeah. but... You're going to have to get out of your comfort zone, get out yep. of your normal and just recognize that there's work to be done and, mm-hmm. and recognize whether or not you want to do the work, first of all. But to be able to grow through there, sleep hygiene sucks the first couple weeks. Yeah. It sucks so much because you're going to have bad sleeps. You have to make yourself tired to have a good sleep. You know, changing your nutrition is going to be rocky because your gut health is going to change, which means you're going to be uncomfortable and probably a little gurgly for a bit. That kind of thing. You know, going out to nature, you might have to change your schedule. Instead of, you know, scrolling through TikTok for you three hours. You might have to travel 30 minutes yeah. instead of five minutes. You might have to. <laughs> <laughs> but we do it. We do. <laughs> <laughs> because it's important. Uh, yeah. Totally. Yeah. And so those are those are the little discomforts that will definitely come with this. But it's the little things that make it so worth it. You know, it's it. you'll see that. You'll feel. Yeah. Not even just see, but you'll feel that growth. Yeah. In yourself, and as we were just saying, in those around you, because you're allowing yourself this space to to get weller, mm-hmm. to do yeah. better, get weller. <laughs> um, exactly, and and as if I haven't said it enough already mm. today, this morning on this podcast, is like I think more and more people are ready for the change Absolutely. because we don't have any other option right now. Well, yeah, they're not telling us, nobody knows the secret right now. Nobody knows (laughs) how to get over this. And so we're kind of grasping at straws. But what, what we know is that these things that we have to share in this course, like they, they work. They're real baseline human things. I don't care what kind of human you are. I don't care what your job is, your career is, what your goals are. Like this stuff is foundational. This stuff is for everybody. And that's start there. Yep. And like, I mean, like, we'll, we're going to hold your hand. It's, what is it? Eight weeks? I don't even know right now. Yeah. Eight weeks long. Like that's two months. We'll mm-hmm. hang out with you. We'll take care of you. Yeah. And, uh, it's going to be cool. Even if it's subtle transformation, it's transformation and it, it should feel gentle. I don't think change or growth should feel like you've 180 and you don't know where you've landed anymore. I think mm-hmm. it should feel like, wow, I feel really supported and ready to move forward. Yep. And that's what this course is going to do. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So let's wrap it up there for today sounds good but it's good yeah. to be back it is thanks for listening to my voice everybody yeah it's, <laughs> it's nice to to flow again with it totally and get back into it we <laughs> i had some sort of like <laughs> brain fart at the start and lost my train of thought but <laughs> it's okay i choked on my coffee today, <laughs> twice. <laughs> like twice. <laughs> i don't think i've ever choked on my coffee that much and uh but yeah things are different but still the same you know, trying you to go. keep moving forward and yeah. um, we'll see how regular, like it'll be regular, just not weekly. Correct. Is what we're planning to do for the podcast because 
Because um, we gotta take care of ourselves too. Yeah. Really, to show up. Kind of like the, the number one lesson from COVID. Absolutely. And and it's still. And it's gonna be okay if we don't show up every week. Yeah. It's gonna be okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's my lesson there. It's you yeah. don't have to do it all to, to make it all jive, you know. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Let's, Onward let's, and upwards. Yes, exactly. As always, thank you for listening to the Flowcast. If you like listening to this podcast, be sure to jump on over to iTunes and leave us a review and a five-star rating. It really helps to get the podcast out to more people. And download a few of the most recent episodes. That will also help to extend our reach. And of course, as always, thank you to Flow Spa for sponsoring this podcast. Flow Spa is Peterborough's wellness and float therapy center offering the float tank experiences as well as massage therapy, infrared sauna, contrast therapy, and the Normatec recovery system. And also a big shout out to Josh the musician, Josh Cook, who created the intro teaser for the flowcast you can find him at joshthemusician.com